No, today we're not taking on Elsa the Snow Queen. We're taking on Elsa the nuts as crazy tropical storm as we first imagine it being. On Friday, my dad does something called uh, Jimmy Mac Reviews the News. And what you need to know about Jimmy Mac, my dad, is that he is um, weather uh, anxiety reporter 101 in the family group text. Like we all, trust me, we, we all keep up with it because of him. So how did he handle the whole thing? We're going to check in with him today as dad reviews the news. Hi, my name's Kramer and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome here. Happy Friday. Glad that you are a part of our podcast. Uh, in case you're new, so glad you're here. For those that have been here for 317 episodes now, that's really cool. That's, that's crazy, right? You've listened to 317 episodes of one podcast. That's wild. Uh, well, thank you so much for doing that. We got three principles on the show in case you're new so you know. It's live, laugh, love your mom. We live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. I want to talk about some of these responses from yesterday. Um, we were asking the question of what lesson did you learn the hard way and you'll never make the same mistake again. And how did this come up? I don't remember how this topic even came up yesterday. From our quote. Like the, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Which I don't yeah. remember what it was. Obviously, we did not plan this out very well. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go through some of the, some of your answers on the, uh, the certified fans page. We can kind of talk through some of these. Um, uh, Aaron says, paying my boyfriend's bills instead of mine. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's always gets really tricky when it comes to relationships and paying for things, you know? Yeah, it really does. And be careful who you co-sign for too. That's, I think that's on here as well. So uh, Donald, our buddy Donald said, uh, saying yes when meaning no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a big one. I think one. we all have probably issues with that, you know? I know You get caught I in the moment. And- yeah. Mom agreed to do a few episodes of a podcast. She was like, this will probably never last. This will just be a fad. <laughs> yeah. All you have You'll to do a is a quote. Job. It'll take three to five minutes a day. <laughs> That's all. Here we okay. are. million downloads Here later, baby. Here we are. <laughs> uh, Joanna said, um, she said, thinking everyone is correct. I'm sorry. Sorry. Thinking everyone is honest. And, um, you know, that's like car repairs, et cetera. Now I verify everything. That's oh, true. That is That's true. true. How many times yes. have you caught somebody you just trying to sell you something, you know, and that was, you know, oh, surprise. I've, yes. I've been burned by car such car dealers and yeah, it's a, it's a real vulnerable one, you know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Stacy said, I cannot trust myself with a credit card. That's <laughs> listen, I get that. I understand. <laughs> like that's a lot of people have a hard time with that. You know, like, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, $10,000. That means I got $10,000 to spend free money, mm-hmm. baby. Are getting multiple cards and running. Them oh off. yeah. I'll pay this uh, off later. Yeah, exactly. One, one thing I told myself when I was out of work, is I wasn't going to do is open another credit card, you know, because mm-hmm. I was like, well, you know, I'll just pay it back when I get a job again. I'm like, mm, that's a slippery slope. Mm-hmm. Um, Co-signing a credit card or a, a line of credit card uh, mm-hmm. or line, probably line of credit uh, uh-huh. with a coworker. That was a big mistake. My oh. last mistake. Yeah. Lord, don't sign for nothing. Oh, I wouldn't gosh. even sign for Nancy Yancey. I promise you, mom, mm-hmm. you don't come to me with that. I'm not, better I'm not, not. dealing with that nonsense. <laughs> uh, Jody says that fake it till you make it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? I think it's true. 
I think you've got to be who you are because eventually you'll be found out. Truth will come out. you'll end up having to pretend you're someone you're not. Right. It's true. Yeah, no, no. Um, mm-hmm. Nancy Yancey on here says, hiring someone I had a personal relationship with. Mm-hmm. What's that story? Um, well, I mean, it's very simple. I hired, <laughs> some, I hired someone that was a At friend. Rainbow Village? Uh-huh. Yeah? That, that was a friend, and then it didn't work out, and I had to let her go. Are you still and friends today? Not really. Yeah. I mean, you know, she doesn't she doesn't live here anymore, but um, no. No. Awkward. Mm-mm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's always Very tricky. Awkward. It's always tricky trying to mix those two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don't do and it. And then one more. Gabriella says, uh, giving too much care about what others think about me and bending over backwards for people who didn't deserve it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two. Two, you know? Mm-hmm. It's funny. You just live and learn. You live and learn. So those are really good. Thanks a lot for all our certified fans that were commenting about that on the Facebook page. Yeah. Um, before we get to our little victories, I actually saved this for Friday's show. And I want to talk about a, a pretty big victory in my life. And that was I uh, as of the 3rd of July, which would have been Sunday, Saturday. Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, I have not had a drink of alcohol since then. Uh, since the three, sorry, in three years, in three years uh-huh. was my three year sober anniversary on biggie. Saturday. Yeah. And that was, um, that was really cool. It's so funny because being sober is also one of those, those kind of things that I feel like I didn't necessarily choose, uh-huh. uh, when my life c- kind of started collapsing around me, uh, it's just something that I kind of fell into almost like the vegan thing, the gluten free thing. And like, <laughs> I just don't, I don't want to go back at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't, I don't want to. Um, mm-hmm. so a lot of you guys may know this story and some of you may not, but I, uh, I had a really, I, well, what was happening? I never was like an alcoholic and I really feel bad for people that really, truly struggle with like an alcohol addiction. Oh, Mine was yes. all of a social drinking situation. And I was definitely, self-medicating myself Mm. um, with alcohol. I was really using it during my divorce to just uh, lessen the blow. Um, Mm -hmm. So I I would have probably two, three drinks a night and and that was beer. Um, But that's, I mean, that's a lot. It starts to add up, but it was like my, it was like my one coping mechanism that I had Mm -hmm. and I, and I liked it. I liked to be able to go home and just, you know, because I, I don't know if you've been divorced or not, but it's it's the night times that get the hardest. It's yes. when you go home and, and like the house is quiet and the partner that you were used to being there wasn't there anymore. And I said, you know, I need to I need to do something, but I'll just have a couple of drinks and that kind of just takes my mind off and I'll play some video games and that's it. So, but I, you know, I'd go from having maybe one, one, two drinks a week to having, you know, two, three drinks a day. Mm-hmm. And then I'd sleep crappy. And then I feel like crap when I woke up and, mm-hmm. um, I, it was just kind of a, uh, it was a temporary solution. It was a solution though. Uh, nonetheless to feeling better and kind of getting through. Well, then the night of the, the Molly came, uh, in case you don't know, I had a really bad night. I tried Molly, which is a type of ecstasy. And I had a really 
terrible reaction to it and it really left my brain in a bad spot. Uh, I was depressed for about 14 months after that. And it's a little known side effect to some people that are sensitive. Um, I should have known that I was sensitive, but it was a snap decision to try it. And uh, so it kind of came at the same time as that was like, I don't need to put anything else in my body that's going to be a depressant, you know, like I don't really, I need to give my brain the best fighting chance. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like when everything started coming together where I was like, I, okay, no more, you know, no more gluten because I had a doctor, a couple of, actually, a couple of different people tell me like it's bad for your brain. Uh, mm -hmm. It's bad for anxiety. So cut that out. And I said, all right, so cut that out. The vegan thing, it was definitely the catalyst. I don't know that I would have gone vegan if, without that night. I don't think that I would have, um, you know, I really just wanted to be super healthy with my body. And mm -hmm. so I, you know, went vegan, even though I always had this pull to do it. I think it was definitely the catalyst of what caused it and uh, stopped drinking. And I will not go back. I mean, I, I can, I can, I'll explain that in a second, but um, I just feel so much better now without that stuff in my life that I, I'm good. Like I'm totally good with it. Now I'll tell you drinking, uh, it, it came with a whole lot more to me than just the effects of, you know, not being able to relax and unwind after, you know, a, st a stressful day or a, sad situation. Uh, but for me, it was a lot more social thing too, where I used it to cope with my social anxiety. So I was like, if I ever went out and was had to be social, I just had a couple of drinks and that handled it. And I was like, that's, you know, that's going to be hard to overcome. Like that mm -hmm. was the biggest mental struggle for me was going to be like, how, how can I, how can I be an adult and not drink? Cause it's kind of like all I've known, you know? Yes. I mean, that's the only thing I know. Like, you go out, like, how are you going to be the person that doesn't drink in a social situation? Even worse, how are you going to date? Like, who the hell is going to want to date you if you don't have, <laughs> if you don't drink, you know? Like, that's right. it sounds like you're making a really big decision. But I just told myself, listen, it's temporary. No, only thing that matters is you feeling better and getting to work every day. Like, that's the only thing that really matters. You need to do anything uh -huh. you possibly can to get to those two things. And so I did. And so the tip that, you know, a lot of people, what happened when I posted about this on Saturdays, they'll, they'll hit me up in the, in the DMs and they'll say, you know, like, how, how did you do that? Like, I would love mm -hmm. to like be able to stop or way cut back on drinking. Mm -hmm. I don't really know how to do that. And one thing I'm sure if you listen to this podcast, you know, is that I am extremely, um, what's the word? Um, I'm so tired. I took two naps today accidentally. Um, <laughs> I'm very, when I set my mind to something like I do it, you know, mm -hmm. my, my willpower is extremely high uh -huh. and I'm thankful for that, but mm -hmm. I didn't know if I was going to be able to do it. But really one thing that I learned was, and you can use this really to anything that you're going through, uh, that you're trying to stop doing is don't take it on all at once. Don't come in and be like, okay, that's it. I'm stopping drinking. I mean, some people can do that and just say, that's it. What I found was much more effective was that every day you kind of give your, you wake up and you kind of give yourself the option of like, okay, you know, if you want to drink today, you can, like you could drink if you wanted to, mm -hmm. but you got to remember what you set out to do in the first place. And every social situation that I would go to every night when I'd open the fridge and there'd still be beer sitting there or whatever, I'd tell myself, I'm okay, you can have it. You know, why, why didn't I throw the beer out? That was kind of a stupid decision not to throw it out earlier, but it's fine. Uh, why taunt <laughs> yourself with that kind of stuff? And also right. that really weird time too, I remember everyone kept giving me alcohol as gifts. I got like two or three, like either 
bottles of wine. I don't remember, but like, it was like, there was like, it was like tempting me. I had to keep telling myself like every, every time, every day you wake up, every meal, every time you open the fridge, every time you go out to a social situation, every time you go to dinner and everyone's having a glass of wine, tell you, yeah, I can have it. I can have it if mm-hmm. I want to. But like, how do I, what did I set out to do? I mean, I set out to feel good. I set out to be an advocate for mental health. You know, I set out to, uh, to really make my body feel the best it can. And like, I know that by drinking this, that I am, I'm, I'm not going to feel good at the end of the day. I'm not, I may feel a little buzz for 15 minutes, but at the end of the day, like you're not going to feel good. You're not going to sleep good. You're going to be depressed afterwards. Uh, and then that's it. It's, it's opportunity after opportunity after opportunity, you know, and if you keep coming back to the mission you set out for, it's so much more effective than telling yourself, no, you can't. I mean, it was the same thing with like, you know, chips and snacking and all that. It's like, okay, I can't, I can go to the store right now and buy a bag of chips if I want to, but like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to lose 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. And like, so what do you really want to do? What do you really truly want to do versus like, I'm never going to eat chips again. I literally take it day, like situation by situation every single day over and over and over again. So, um, yes, that is my only piece of advice when it comes to not drinking. Now, do I miss it now? No, I don't. Like I don't, I don't go to situations anymore where I felt uncomfortable. I didn't want to mm-hmm. be in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll tell you, like not drinking can give you a lot of clarity on mm-hmm. on oh, your yeah. life, you know. And Sleep isn't it better. gross now to be around a bunch of drunks? Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> and that's why I just won't go. To be honest, uh-huh. with you. I, I just won't go. I don't really go to drinking situations because uh-huh. y- you look so dumb, and like yeah. I did too. Like you just act so dumb, but you don't realize right. it because everybody's drinking around you. Uh-huh. But it's like it's it's so incredibly obnoxious. So you know, I don't know that that can help anybody, but I knew that a lot of people were asking that question on my Instagram. So if mm-hmm. I can, you know, if you ever need to reach out and ask for some advice on stopping drinking, you need a like, support system because I know mm-hmm. like a lot of people struggle with it a lot more than I did. I was just saying, okay, I've got to do whatever I can do to feel better. But some people, I mean, your life is truly at risk. So if I can ever be an advocate for you and your mental health and uh, your physical health, even, you know, but let like me know. You, I, would. I like, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Um, I like that you keep reminding yourself of why you're doing it. Yeah, you have to. You know? Yeah. Because if you, if you just, on the prize, every day it's a words. new goal. It's not a goal yeah. you set three years ago. It's a, it's right. a goal you set when you woke up this morning, you know, uh-huh. or you sat down yeah. at dinner or you sat down, you know, it's just a, and you give yourself that, that ability. So you don't feel like, oh man, like three years ago, I said I wasn't going to drink, but now I kind of want to. <laughs> and so maybe you yeah, we, honestly, yeah, you don't beat yourself up. I, I, what's, what's hard is that I, um, I being an advocate for anything, always makes you feel the pressure of doing it, right? Like uh-huh. I, I I might drink again. I don't know. One day I may have a drink or I might start drinking on the regular again. I might, but right now I'm choosing not to and I feel so much better because of it. So yes, that's it. If you see me in a beer with my, uh, in my hand this weekend, I obviously changed my mind. So <laughs> but right now I feel good. <laughs> I sleep good. I don't, I'm not dehydrated. It's great. It's really great. And it's definitely helped you, helped you, you know, your body and your mind. Oh, yeah. There's no, totally. there's no question about it. Yeah. hundred percent. Proud of you. All right. Uh, let's do little victories for here on Friday. So that was my big victory. But little mm-hmm. victories are quite the opposite. Little victory is the little things that are going on in your life right now. We encourage you to, in your head, to be a part of this. And you can say something out loud right now. You can say something in your head right now. But look back on your week and decide to choose one thing that was a little victory. And 
it's like, oh my gosh, I finally, you know, patched up that hole in the wall that's been sitting there, you know, for six months or uh, that bill that I had to get paid, you know, that was due last month. I finally remembered to run the check, whatever, you know, I don't know, whatever your little victory is, that's a little victory. And so we just, the theory behind this is that if you start to mentally reward yourself, like you'll feel so much more accomplished as a person, even if you don't have a big victory week. Like, yeah, for me, it was a big victory week, but there's also a lot of little victories in the week too that you can kind of take away and say, yay, I did it. Mm -hmm. And if you're like, if you had a really hard week, you're like, I don't know, then the the answer is you made it to this Friday podcast. So you can always default to that because sometimes sometimes the week is just that. That's all you got to go with. (laughs) Uh, All right, mom, your little victory this week. Mine's kind of crazy. So I decided that I wanted to do a, a table setting for 4th of July, and I didn't have any red, white, and blue things, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I decided I would go to Goodwill, and if I found some blue and white plates or some red red and white plates, I would buy those, and I would make table setting. So I went to Goodwill, and guess what? There they were, blue and white <laughs> plates, bowls, and salad plates, okay? So I spent yeah. $20. I bought six of them. Um, I bought, I spent $20 and I made a really fun table setting for, um, Saturday night when everyone was here and I'm taking them back. I'm donating them. I'm not oh, keeping good. them. Yeah. So why, why, why not so keep I'm them? letting go because I have four sets of dishes and I don't really, I don't need another <laughs> set of dishes. Like yeah. that's crazy. That's, that's crazy. true. That's but a good honestly, point. to spend twenty dollars on that, I would have spent more than twenty dollars on paper products, which right. I hate. That's so, true. There so you I go. Felt good that, about is, it. that is a little victory. That's a little victory. I like for me. that one. I like Letting that one. Go with no trouble. That's right. <laughs> um, you know, my little victory for the week is I um, um, uh, set out with a very ambitious goal last night, which was I want to be in bed by eight o'clock. Oh, and that's pretty challenging on my schedule just because here at the end of the day, it's gets pretty chaotic, you know, just trying to get mm-hmm. everything done here. Eight o'clock is a quite early. But I told myself, okay, eight o'clock in the bed. That's it. Mm-hmm. I, um, get everything, rushed everything, get done. Did for serve my mom's boy, ate dinner, got everything, got in bed last night, seven fifty eight. Wow. And I was so proud of myself. Now here's the problem. I didn't fall asleep till like 10, 15, but <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> I was in bed. I set a goal. And I achieved it. And that was my little victory. I still needed two naps today because I was exhausted because I slept like crap last night. But <laughs> it's kind of a waste of a few hours of my life. But I got to catch up on TikTok for like two hours last night. I was just going to ask you what really, social media platform yeah, you were on. I just sat there with my eyes open. It was pretty pretty wild. So it's my little victory. But yeah, like reward yourself right now mentally and say, yeah, you did it. Whatever that little thing is, it'll make you feel good. I promise going into your weekend. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, we'll get to our quote for today. Mom. Okay. It's from Seneca. And he wrote, we suffer more in imagination than in reality. And I know that is true for me. And many people I know that we imagine things that are going to be so horrific and so horrible that when they actually happen, there's no comparison to how bad we imagined it would be. Right. 
So, yeah, you know, no, our, mind, I mean, our mind can make us really crazy. It's, it's, it's wild. You know, it's, um, there's a million quotes out there similar to this, right? About like sure. just predicting the worst, but right. it's, uh, it's funny how easily we'll do that. Uh, one that pops up in my mind was when I got let go, um, from channel nine, three, three in San Diego, I was like, Oh my God, like I'm, it's going to take me forever to find a new job. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know when it's going to, cause that's the problem is you the radio. You really don't know. You mm-hmm. don't know. It could be tomorrow. It could be, you know, some people go two, three, five, seven, ten years, never, you know? Right. Um, and it was really stressful cause I, I'm sitting here, I've got this big mortgage, you mm-hmm. know, on this job that felt like it was going to be pretty, pretty stable for radio, but uh, surprise. That was my, that was my, um, mistake learned the hard way, uh, <laughs> is, you know, it was, it's like, there's so many things that I would go through my head. And because mm-hmm. last time it took me about 13 months to find a radio job. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm going to have to go a year, you know, over a year now. And Oh my God, it's the pandemic. And like, yeah, so oh many God. crazy things that would go through my head. Uh, it's stressful. Being out of radio is a very stressful thing. Cause it's just not, it's not like another job. I mean, they're all stressful. Don't get me wrong. But like, if you continue in the business, typically you have to move. I mean, but, yes. um, so it was, it was like a really emotional time, but I mean, there were, it was like seven months later and you know, I'd already, I'd landed this job out here and I probably would have landed it faster if it wasn't for the pandemic. So, but I'd already told myself, you know, I was sitting there with that story in my head, like, Oh my God, like, this is it. This is it. I'm never going to do that. I'm the That's king right. of like going to worst case scenario and go there. I mean, well, Dramaggie might be the <laughs> ultimate. She's the queen. You're the king. Yeah. She's the queen. Yeah. 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 She might be, uh, yeah. she, she texts me today. What does she say? No, she goes, I think I have tinnitus, but only in one ear. I'm like, oh. okay. <laughs> and I said, what did I say? I said, uh, I said, probably most people do. Like most <laughs> people have some type of ringing in their ear, you know? Um, <laughs> but Maggie's probably already, I, I, and that's my sister. Uh, she, I'm sure she is already Googled brain tumor, uh, you know, like uh-huh. I would have done. So. <laughs> Lord of mercy, Lord of mercy. But I don't know. You know, I honestly, I'm not, I'm not great. I I can't sit here and act like I'm the saint of getting out of worst case scenario brain. I'm pretty bad about it, Ma. I mean, how do you, how do you handle that? Because you're pretty good about it. I am good. I, I, you know, I just try to stay in touch with what's real and to not, to not let my mind go crazy. And when I start to say, oh my God, what if? I kind of turn it around and go, but what if not? Right? Yeah. Um, um, speaking of the podcast, we don't speak of anymore. The upside, <laughs> um, <laughs> which, by the way, I've I've had not at, at this point at uh, five fifty five p.m. on Thursday, I've had no rebuttal from the upside about oh. their disparaging comments about our our lovely podcast over here. So I don't know. <laughs> I'm not quite sure where we stand with those. They uh, don't know you're after them yet with those guys. Um, <laughs> I, but thank you, by the way, if anyone actually took a picture of their kid listening to certified mama's boy and sent that to them, uh, thank you very much. Very much appreciated. In case you don't know what we're talking about, Jeff and Callie, uh, are our podcast friends and they have a podcast called the upside. And they were saying on their podcast this week about how, uh, certified mama's boy is not, it's not, uh, little ears friendly. Right. And I said, oh, no way. I, I challenge that theory. I uh-huh. challenge it. 
And so I said, listen, let's prove to them they're going to go over there because Jeff's got a really, they've got a really big audience. Yeah. I'm like, well, now you're making the, you're, you're cutting my, you're cutting the opportunity for people to come listen to our showdown and them, you know, 80%. They're probably mostly moms anyway. Uh huh. Um, and so, um, I, I just, I, I said, yes, I said, you, you have kids. If you listen to Survivor Mama's Boy with kids in your car, um, you need to, you need to send them a picture of your kids listening to it. And so I don't know if any of you did, but if you did, thank <laughs> you very much. Uh, but he was saying this week, or was it this week or last week, just about like turning it around to like, well, what did the best thing happen? You know, uh-huh. like, what did the absolute best thing? We have a, um, um, a, we work with a mental health provider um, it's called Genomine with a radio station. It's like this DNA test kit, but for mental health and kind of like your predisposition and stuff, which I'm excited to get in my, I'm supposed to get like a, a um, consultation. I got my results, but I don't know what they mean because it's pretty complex, but they're, they oh. give you a consultation with it. I just haven't set it up yet. Interesting. But, um, they, uh, which I'll tell you more about it once I figure, I mean, I was supposed to do this like months ago and I just haven't done it yet. And I, every day I remember and I check the schedule when I can do it. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can commit to that schedule. <laughs> um, so I just haven't done it yet. I just need to just get in there and freaking do it. Um, I, um, but they, they, I, they, they were saying something on the radio commercial too, about like the guy wakes up every day and he's like, today is going to be a really good day. Um, uh, and just like setting that mindset that it's just that always that, that transfer of mental energy. To uh-huh. in case you don't know the outcome, like you don't know the outcome, you have no idea. Today could right. be the best or worst day of your life, but since you don't know, why not assume it's going to be the best? That's right. Well, why not put that energy? Why? Why do we always go to the ne- if we don't know? Then why do we always yeah, go to the why negative? Do we think well, and, the worst. And, yeah. and so you, and just so you know, the reason you do think it's the negative is because that's your body trying to protect itself. You know, mm-hmm. your body's trying to like warn you of like, oh my god, we better mentally prepare for this. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to be prepared, stay on guard. The tiger's mm-hmm. in the bush. You know, I always yeah, use that example. Right. There's a tiger right there because that's that's mm-hmm. the old, your old brain, the old monkey mm-hmm. brain working over here saying like, we got to right. protect ourselves. Oh, my God. Uh, so mm-hmm. well, it's good. We spend a lot of time with our imaginations. We're very, we're very, very creative people. Mm-hmm. You got to give yourself credit. Nobody's more creative than you when you have anxiety. So mm-hmm. <laughs> we're all, yeah, we're all real. Real uh, motion picture makers. You know, we can all make these great movies in our head, you know? Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, Well, there you go. That's our quote for today. Don't forget, too, it's Friday. And I want to remind you, this is the last chance I'm going to get to remind you this week about uh, Gabby. If you're paying way too much for your car insurance, you may not even know what that is, by the way. You know, you're like, well, how much is is too much for my car insurance? Well, I can tell you now I'm paying $60 a month. Six zero dollars a month uh, for my car insurance, and if you're paying more than that, you need to get onto Gabby and see if possibly they can help you get your rate down as low as that as well. Uh, Gabby is that they're the ones because you hear a lot of commercials for these whole you know you know uh, compare rates and save kind of websites, right? But with mm. Gabby, it's the only true comparison platform with fast, verifiable quotes. They don't use the ballpark guesses. Some of the guys will use the, the ballpark guesses and say. Yeah, we can save this. Then you click the link and it's not the same anymore. Uh, use your current policy to find a better policy. You can pay your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers like Progressive, Nationwide, and Travelers all in one place. Use your current insurance program to get started. That's what I did. It's free and it shows policies that are the same or better than your current coverage. 
many of them at a lower price. And uh, Gabby customers save about $961 per year on average. They're never going to sell your info. No annoying spam calls, no robo calls, just you getting a bunch of savings. You know, there's nothing more than I want on a Friday show for the need to save money. Don't forget to the podcast gets credit just for you going to the website. It's free. So if you don't mind just checking it out, see if you can save some money. It'd be awesome. Put your policy to the test like I did. Get a better insurance with Gabby. It's totally free to check and there's no obligation. Go to Gabby.com slash Kramer. It's G-A-B-I, by the way, G-A-B-I.com slash Kramer. Gabby.com slash Kramer. Go on the show notes as well and the link is down there. All right, um, going to get to Jimmy Mack in just a couple of seconds. He's going to review some news for us, and I'm sure talk about some silly stuff like he always does. Um, <laughs> He's got some content to today. Him. Oh, I'm sure he always does. <laughs> he, he he'd come on every day if we'd let him. Um, he he. Uh, before we get to him, though, certified fans, thank you so much. Really appreciate yes. what you do. And that is just support our podcast in many different ways. Um, and you know, one one thing is certified fans, it's it's a few bucks a month and it supports the podcast and get a bunch of perks when you join. So, you know, if you're if you're a fan and and maybe not, I mean, obviously if you're a fan of the podcast, you would join, but also think about it when you're doing this, what you're doing is you're kind of supporting like a free, uh, a free medium. By free, I mean like not controlled, meaning we don't have a overhead company. It tells us what to do. Like I work for Odyssey, but I in my contract, this podcast is very well carved out that they don't have, you know, control of us or the content or they can, can't keep it if I leave and nothing. So what you're doing is you're kind of securing this place for us to always have. And we really appreciate you doing that because, you know, it's like we say, it takes a village. So you get a bunch of perks and I hope you enjoy it. And I hope you feel good supporting your podcast every month. Thank you for for considering it. Uh, when we um when we have somebody new, we welcome them with a whoop whoop. And when we don't, we go back and we thank someone who's been here for a while. So today, nobody knew. Hopefully, that's going to change for you, though. You're going to change that for us for Monday's show mm-hmm, by texting the word so. FANS, F A N S, to 888 Kramer 8. I was like, what's our number? 888 Kramer 8. <laughs> and it. that'll be. Super helpful. Uh, in the meantime, though, we're going to thank somebody who's been here for a while because we don't have anybody new ones. That's what we do. So we spin our wheel over here. We figure out who we're going to thank. And today it is certified fan number 130. Okay. 130. So certified, okay. Certified fan 130. And a lot of people are very fascinated by their certified fan number, <laughs> um, which I'm not sure why, but it's cool. Whatever, yeah. whatever you do. Uh, yeah. That is going to be Dolores T. Dolores T is our certified fan out in Tolson, Arizona. Oh, okay. She's been a certified fan since the 16th of June last year. So over a year now, Dolores has been with us. We are so thankful for you and yes, your donation every month. Super appreciative. So for you, Miss Dolores, really appreciate you. Here's your bonus whoop whoop. Here we go. Whoop whoop. To Dolores, thank you there so you much. Do I hear Jimmy Mack in the background? Yeah, <laughs> you know what can I say? I can't stand it, it must much be longer. Really quick, can't just uh, last last chance. We're going to remind you um, the um, uh, voting for Podcast Magazine. It's going to end tomorrow. Um, it's going to end the tenth. So if you don't mind voting today, tomorrow. 
uh, you know, it's, it'd be really super helpful. It takes just a couple of seconds. We're trying to stay in number two spot, and it's getting more fierce than ever. So if you don't mind taking it every day to vote, every day would be ideal. But at least the next two days would be really super awesome. Thank you so much for doing that. Really appreciate you taking time to vote for us in podcast magazines. We can stay up there with the big yes. boys. Secure um, our spot. That's right. Uh, so text the word vote, V-O-T-E, to 888-Kramer8. You can also do that, go down the show notes and do it there, and then that's it. All right. Mom. I, okay. I know he's he's standing right there, so <laughs> he's right around the corner. Yeah, you want to go <laughs> let dad come in now? I will, honey. Love All you right. forever. Love you. Hang on. Yeah, there's still going. He's been ready today. Yeah. Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy, when are you coming back? Woo. Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. There he is. Oh, Jimmy. There he Matt. is. Hey, Winnie. <laughs> you want to dance, Winnie? Hey, sweetie. <laughs> All right, yeah, I got to get serious, super, Winnie. Okay. You're, My time. Um, All right. You're chipper today. Here I am. You are uh, you're chipper today. Chipper, chipper. Yeah, I see that. What's what's got you in such a good mood today? I got Winnie here. She's great. Yeah, that's my brother's dog that comes and stays with my dad. And I went time. out to the gun range today and I shot holes right through the heart. <laughs> shot holes in some pieces of paper. Yep. I showed them paper. I got a uh, um, emotionally charged message after your um, oh, good. appearance last week. I love and it. I want I wanted to run this by. Not, it wasn't about you. It was about me. Um, oh. It was from someone that because I refer to you. We've talked about this before, but I, re- I refer to you as a redneck, and she just felt like that term is offensive. You and I want to talk to somebody in Georgia about that. You know, I call my dad a redneck and we, we debate back and forth. Like, is he really a redneck or is he not? Uh, my dad's just very, for anyone that lives, lives in California, I would say he'd probably fall into that Southern um, stereotype for a lot of different ways, just by the way you sound and the way you talk about things. Um, but this, this young lady's from Atlanta and said, listen, anybody from the South is going to take offense to being called a redneck. Um, what are your thoughts on that, Dad? About the yeah. word redneck? Well, well, is it offensive? Anybody with any class? Anybody with any class? Well, you know, <laughs> I grew up in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. You know, the uh-huh. capital, southeast capital, and right. uh, most people that moved in there for, were from the northeast. So you know, some of that rubbed off. You know, so uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, well, I apologize if I offended you or anybody by the term of uh, of redneck. Say that to me, again. it's, it's would not. You, would, would you say that a little louder? <laughs> right, put put that in writing. Um, a little louder. That's I, all. I want everybody fan to hear that. I I don't. I just I don't find the term offensive. Um, I just I, I almost find it as a way of like poking at yourself, right? I, like you're I a think southern you can call person, me a southerner. It, even that might be a poke. You know, from people in South, uh, say in California, or, well, or yeah. How should we? How should we refer to you? Because Southern people that or, uh, listen that listen to this podcast, yeah. let people come and go all the time. People got a million things going on, right. you know, and they, they they're very people don't have time yeah. to remember where my dad came from, what he's about, right? Well, so yeah. So by me saying redneck, it's going to automatically make you feel like I'm about to hear a Southern guy that's a little, a little, um, uh, what's the word? Colorful like a little, or. Color, a, little, a colorful Southern man is what I'm yeah. about to hear right now. And that's basically, well, yeah, but again, get. it's, it's not, it's, it's, sli- it's bad. You know, most people, I mean, 
the average redneck might not. Therefore, but I that's do. how you know you're not. Yeah, that's that's really how I know I'm not <laughs> because I know I'm not, and yeah. my fans know I'm not. So who cares, <laughs> right, fans? Yeah. Uh, right. is, that, is that your fans? <laughs> yeah, yeah, my, yeah, okay. yeah, got it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here's some here's some comments. Uh, okay. You asked me to come back with the baseball. Uh, no, no. Ooh, that's something else. Oh yeah, no about about uh, basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that too on here. L- 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 let me start. Okay, I'll, I'll bounce to that. Okay, the semifinals okay. are over. The semifinals, the uh, the NBA semifinals tournaments or series were over and the Phoenix Suns won obviously for the West. And unfortunately the Hawks didn't win, but Milwaukee Bucks won for the East. Oh, you didn't win. You didn't win. No. And they already played one game, as you probably know, Stephen. And I don't. Uh, <laughs> and the Suns won. I, I, I couldn't tell you anything. I, Actually, know, the I did Suns see won. the Suns. I, I saw the I, I, obviously I, I still follow you guys yeah. uh, on social. I saw like a lot of celebrating happening. It was earlier this week, I think, or yes. Yeah, it was. Uh, it yeah. was uh, Tuesday night and, and they're playing again tonight. The second game in Phoenix before they go to Milwaukee for two games and then back okay. and forth to so somebody wait, win like, four. Is this quote unquote the uh like the World Series? Yeah. This uh, is it, yeah. A basketball, yeah. okay. Yeah, that's it. a championship game. You know, the real championship. So this could be a big, what happened to the Hawks? You were, you were really, you were really rooting for the Hawks there. What well, happened? Well, you know, we we were in uh, next to last place halfway through the season, yeah. And uh, no one picked us to even get in the tournament, much less beat uh, two rounds or win two rounds and end up in the finals against supposedly oh, the best team in the East, and still beat but them two it. games out of the. Out of the six games, so yeah, we feel good. Uh, the owner yeah, felt good. We, he would, and the city felt good. <laughs> we feel good. My dad's now speaking for the team. Oh uh, yeah, I used to speak for the Norcross basketball team. Why oh, I speak I know. for? The, yeah, I used dad, to have a my blog. Dad, I used to have Maggie I reminds me. That. I forgot I had about a blog. That. I was fifty something years old following yeah. the high school basketball, and I created a blog, brought in all the information I could for every, mm-hmm. all the fans could see it at one place, and. And on top of that, last uh, this last thing, I'm not bragging. The head coach of the basketball team brought me into their uh, their uh, what do you call their uh, you know their <laughs> dinner? Yeah, their dinner. Yeah, yeah, and, awards uh, banquet or whatever. Yeah, and, and as you remember, handed uh, awarded me with a ban- uh, some kind of award. I uh, you know I, hang I on don't, the wall. I, I I vaguely remember this now, but my dad. Yeah. yeah. So no, was anybody still in high school from our family? Uh, I don't. Maggie think was. They were. Yeah, Maggie was. Because uh, Stuart, oh my God. Stuart down the street said, "Maggie, do, do you know what your dad's doing?" <laughs> <laughs> now, in hindsight, in hindsight, do you it feel was, like that could have been a little mortifying for Dramaggy, my sister? Yeah, when no kidding. I wouldn't even want my here. dad to show up, or anybody knows <laughs> I had a dad. He's over and here for, writing blogs and stuff. Like, yeah, uh, I mean, I, I I'm, totally I'm posting all that. this stuff. I mean, I was yeah. so excited. Anyway, basketball is my sport. Okay. Yeah, I see that. Well, okay. You, uh, right. you what said, else? What's uh, on your agenda? Yeah. Uh, you said, uh, please uh, call back in about your uh, jobs you had when you were younger. I've got I've got a job I want to share. Wait, what was the topic? I don't even remember this topic. Yeah, we, uh, so many people topics. we had a business. Uh, I had a business. Oh, yeah. We're, we're talking about how I used to run this uh, this DJ yeah, company when I was a kid yeah. called yeah. High Life Entertainment. Oh, and, and I've got something here about you in a minute. But wait a minute. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. So I had a baseball – I mean, I had a I had a Coke stand when I was seven or eight. Oh, and wow. a Coca-Cola company provided it, and I, and I sold originally wait. baseball cards. Huh? 
they gave the Coke company gave you like a stand. Yeah. Uh, well, they didn't give it to me. They, uh, gave me to use it to sell their Coke products. Oh, wow. I sold Coke products. I had uh, baseball cards. I put it out in the curb, you know, and I had Boston baked beans and, and granny used to do some, uh, popsicles and stuff like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 And I said, so we huh? know just, just for clarity, that's not redneck, not a redneck thing to do. Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're not helping your no, case. It was a, for kids back in the fifties. <laughs> that wasn't redneck. Yeah. No. That's it. No, yeah. No. You're out there. No, no, okay. No, no. That's cool. Uh, I didn't know but about I was that. Like, something you new. know, I'm that we're, you got your gene from me, your entrepreneurial yeah, I gene. Know. I see that. I started I back when that. I was seven years old, but and then I went to run the. Uh, well, I didn't run it. I worked in the uh, movie theater down in down in East Atlanta. How old were and, you when you worked at the movie theater? I was in high school. Okay. And the and the worst thing about it, Steve, I I uh, love eating all the popcorn. The yeah. worst thing is I had to put the marquee up every night on top of that oh, around yeah. the front, and you had to spell all those words right. Right. Damn it. Had to get it Damn right. Damn it. I'd misspell Stop, somebody huh? tell me and I had to go back up there and, you know, all my friends Fix driving by, I hated that. It's awkward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. Good. So, that's, okay. The I nice. you about this, Kramer. Oh, oh, we were talking about your past. <laughs> Here's something you didn't talk about. Uh, okay. Tell us more about your scam uh, that you had with the uh, Bible school uh, by charging scam them the for uh, for oh, uh, that was that was a great a videos business. and programs and and you still owe us for the cassettes by the way <laughs> probably so, tell us about this business opportunity well, I uh, this was I don't know how I was probably in high school maybe and we had a vacation Bible school at my church and so what I did was I came in and I filmed and then I made like a compilation video and then I sold those videos to the people at church. And I made, I made some, I probably, probably made three, 400 bucks, which are in high school. You know, that was pretty. Wait a minute, uh, wait, was, minute wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. Now business, when you have a business and you got revenue, but you got expenses and you still <laughs> yeah. owe us I'm, for I'm the gasoline sure. and yeah. for the cassette, buddy. And it's yeah, been 25 I'm, years and we well, still, I still got it on a list here of things you owe me. <laughs> okay. So that's, <laughs> I don't know. Is that true? Is that true that I really, that you guys really up the, uh, the cost of the, uh, the VHS? What do you mean? I don't cost. know. If that's a true story. Like you paid. We you got, paid. Uh, the, we paid for them. Are you sure? Mom, mom just verified that. I know. <laughs> and so it's on our list. I'm. I got a list. Two. Okay. All right. What else is on the list? We'll keep going. No, I'm, I'm not going to talk about the rest today. But I'm just. I want to bring up one thing okay. like that. <laughs> but it's a well, continuous list, and, and we've had it for over 25 years. Oh, I'm that's just good. Waiting. Just keep, just, just keep. I'm just tabs. waiting for you to make it big. I guess so you can pay me I back. Know. That's all. You can finally. You can. Finally, <laughs> well, it's going to be a little bit longer. Yeah. Every every few years, yeah. that that goal of making it big kind of gets set back again. Yeah. All right. Let's yeah. do review the news on Friday. Right. We uh, okay. we take a look at the news stories of the week. My dad has a very non redneck, but some may say southernly outlook southern. on yeah yes. southern outlook on um uh, uh on the news and so we give them the chance and dad you watch a lot of news how much news you watch today just today not, not a lot i went shooting and so oh, uh, yeah. i didn't watch till i got home so i watched straight four or five hours okay <laughs> so that's that's a that's a low that's low a low day. intake day yeah low but day. dad low always day. knows dad always knows he's always got his unique opinions in these stories so here we go biggest stories from the week uh, Elsa turns deadly as it turns northward. There's a new tropical storm being issued as Elsa. This is obviously this was written on uh, most today. Uh, tropical storm Elsa was um, 
uh, starts moving north over Georgia and towards the eastern seaboard. Elsa is forecast to move into South Carolina this morning, which would have been yesterday morning for you. Uh, officials expect slower and weakening and to continue over land, but it doesn't mean that she can't create a mess in the meantime. To, the, to that end, one person was killed, unfortunately, by a falling tree in Florida on Wednesday, uh, courtesy of Elsa, and then a dozen people were injured by a campground by the Navy base over in southern Georgia. Dad, you obviously live in Georgia. What's, how is the storm affecting you as of right now? Uh, how's it affecting me? Yeah. Are you guys seeing anything right now? <laughs> this no. we're recording at six. It's now six seventeen yeah. PM on, uh, yeah. did, did you get yeah, any we're storm? Getting just a little drizzle here or there. Uh, no, yeah. we're, uh, we're, uh, we're too far away and now it's in Virginia. So coast is clear oh, is it already up here. Oh, yeah. it's already coming up through here. Huh? Yeah. It's moving um, fast now. Yeah. The, yeah. Well, the, um, the thing that you need, it's funny because when I lived in, um, when I lived in California, everyone was always like, oh my God, tropical storms. Oh my God, hurricanes. Like y'all get those all the time. What do you do? It's always funny. We, the, the natural disaster, quote unquote, that you don't live in is always the scariest one. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, man, you got to know that like when these things happen, like what, what percentage of the problem? And my, my dad loves a good storm. My dad loves, loves obsessing. I didn't see you say one thing about this storm. Not, not <laughs> because the group I text, learned nothing. it wasn't going to really hit us. I didn't have to alert all the kids. Yeah. My know, dad will attention. always, yeah. My dad's always pay attention. Storm coming. I, three days weather, out, man. Two days. I almost thinking about going back in and being a weatherman. I really am. I mean, my <laughs> predictions get- are so good, you know, sometimes <laughs> better than the, uh, you know, that's on the, uh, you know, the app and all. So, yeah, I feel like my dad could, uh, could start a service where he could just give you personalized weather. He could just call him. He'll, he'll be obsessive over what's going to happen with, uh, Oh, I would be that. Um, okay. Big story. Number two, Sakari, Sakari Richardson. That's uh, the, Shakari Richardson, uh, is the big story this week. Officially out of the Olympics due to a failed drug test. Marijuana was what the, uh, the substance was. I'm sure you've heard this story by now, but she accepted a 30-day ban, which meant she'd have to miss her 100-meter race for the Olympics. There was hope that she could compete in the 100-meter relay, but that was lost when the track officials announced yesterday that she had been left off the team. Uh, The USA Track and Field Organization released a statement saying that Shikari, uh, owning her actions, which she did, uh, but do need to make uh, do need a makeover. Uh, they also said, quote, that athletes are equally aware of and must adhere to the current anti-doping code. Our credibility as the national governing body would be lost if rules were only enforced under certain circumstances. All right, Dad, this is the big story this week. Yeah. What do you yeah. think about all that? Well, well, the first thing I'd say is, first of all, it doesn't enhance your ability it probably s- slows you down right that's that's the one thing that really tripped me out yeah like how in the did marijuana yeah. Yeah. ever get placed into a category yeah. of enhancing performance i can't tell you anyone that any kind of enhanced performance well, when they're smoking well they said doping uh, maybe that's where they you know it's they crazy, made a mistake though. yeah it's crazy i mean uh, what, what do you yeah. think you know i mean rules are well, rules but well, like it's just yeah. Yeah, here's the thing. I mean, you got. I mean, if if you're gonna be a world, you know, wide uh, kind of athlete, you know, top top of the class, you've got to follow yeah. the rules. You can't just decide you don't need to follow them. Maybe she didn't understand that marijuana was one of them, but still, that's not that's weak. You know, again, you know, here you are it's, getting ready yeah. to represent your country. You should be real careful. And most of the people I've 
heard talk about it, it says that, you know, the ones who have followed the rules, done well. Sure. I think sure. she should, you know, it's unfortunate. I mean, she was going to do great. She's a great right. athlete. She's only 21. She looks like she's 40, but but uh, <laughs> maybe that's her wigs. I don't know. You know, it looks like she's got, was it like yeah. lightning coming out of her hair or something? Yeah, you never know. Or is that orange? Uh, yeah, what, I, can't, I can't. I don't know. Well, what it does is. that rule? Does that rule need to? Does that rule need to yeah. change? You think? I mean, it's, yeah, it's dumb, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, four or five states already, you know, allow it. So it's like, right? If they allow it, then you know, yeah, we've got them. a lot of things like that. That if the federal government will go ahead and uh, you know pass everything to approve it, then it doesn't matter about the states. You know, people could do it, and, and it'll be fine. Right. But well, what do but, you? What do, what's your stance on marijuana? Are you ready for it to be legal? Well, I'm going to tell you my truth. You know, my truth. You know, I am a I, I, I'm a former a redneck a Georgian, <laughs> and so uh, and now I'm a Southerner only. But yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you reformed. I, I tried a little bit. That was a few years ago, by the way. I mean, a, a lot few of years. years. A lot I was going to say, yeah, when's the last years. time you think you smoked weed? When, how old do you think I you were? I was probably, I was driving, so I had to be, you know, over 16. Okay, so it's been I was quite probably 18. It was before I went uh, to Vietnam. And uh, I tell you what, time. I couldn't handle it. I mean, I literally, huh? That was a long time. What? I didn't know. I didn't know. You were saying that you were, you were driving. I was like, okay, so it's, it's been quite some. That wasn't like you did it five years ago. This was, yeah, quite some no, time. No, no, 18. And your body was 18. Did, you did, your body was didn't do well. Uh, my mind didn't do well. I literally yeah. didn't know how I got from one place to another yet. I was driving that, you know, so I'm, I'm not for it. You know, kids today have a lot of d- distractions driving. That's the last thing they'd want to do is to get, have too much and get but behind. Couldn't you, couldn't you argue the same thing about drinking though? Yeah. I yeah. mean, we readily, we yeah. rarely have access yeah. to alcohol, you know, and just, you shouldn't well, be, you shouldn't well, be drinking and driving. I mean, if I'm the sample size of one, I could drink and drive. I thought, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I never got locked up for <laughs> driving and drinking. I, I got locked not up yet. before. Yeah. Not, not yet. yet. Wait, what'd you get locked up for? Well, that's a long story. We don't have enough time, Stephen. <laughs> All right, I, next week I, we'll I make guess time I for never that. told you about that, did I? I don't, yeah, I didn't know you got locked up for yeah, what? Yeah, it was a long time ago. I don't know. I don't uh, remember the details. I, I but bet it you do, driving. though. It wasn't driving. Thank God I wasn't driving. But, oh, uh, boy. So, now what was the question again? Oh, uh, oh yeah, marijuana. Why did you get locked up? No, marijuana. Um, yeah. I yeah, do want to hear so, the story. We're not going to pass over that story. We'll come back to it next week. All right. Um, what, well, he, uh, on the other hand, I know the revenue sources are good for the you know states and all, and so yeah, I, it's going to happen. But I just don't. I'm telling you, I don't think it's. I don't think young people should be getting in a car with that, much less drinking either. Well, so. no one's arguing that either. No one's arguing that you should be able to smoke and drive. I mean, okay. the rule in California is you can buy it recreationally, but you just have to smoke it in your house. You know, there's the rules yeah. still stand. I mean, DUI is DUI, yeah. and, you know, not depending on what it is. Uh, you know, I don't smoke anymore, but I. Um, I, I don't have a problem with it. I'm just, you know, it's, I don't think it's any, any different than alcohol and it does make a lot of money. So why not, you know, yeah. regulate it, make it safe. safe. People are going to smoke it, make it safe, make some money off of it. You know, yeah. we got damn trillions of dollars you. in debt. So, but I'm, I'm, I'm uh, afraid that kids are going to jump in the car, just like we used to jump in the car after drinking. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and of course, take it, off. back then in those days, it wasn't as crowded. I'll, I'll be honest, on the highways, yeah. you know, two-eighty-five. Uh, you know, they built two-eighty-five, and I didn't know why they built it because nobody was on it. So we get out there and drag race. <laughs> 
but uh, <laughs> I guess they knew something was coming in Atlanta. Yeah. Maybe a few people are about to move in. Uh, yeah. Uh, they, all right. Yeah, last story. Right. Last story is uh, Joey Chestnut wins the Nathan's Eating Contest. Oh, sets a new world record. This guy, of course, you know, for years has been the top dog, a top hot dog eating oh, yeah. champion. He set a new record this year. He downed 76 hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes. That is, uh, that's one more than last year. Uh, earlier in the women's contest, Michelle Lesko, by the way, won the title. She did 30 hot dog, uh, 30 and three fourths hot dogs and uh, the bun in just 10 minutes as well. So, Dad, what do you think about Joey Chestnut and his whole situation? This guy's been doing he, he well, wins first, every year. Well, first, before I say something about him, who said men and, w- and women weren't different? Uh, <laughs> or, I mean, 76 to 31? Come on. Yeah. Uh, but that's, that's I don't want to talk about it too much. But uh, <laughs> but uh, Chestnut, he was a surprise. I watched it. I, I was right he's, there. He's a very skinny guy for yeah, how much he guy. eats. And, and yeah. uh, they had big guys there. They had some big guys. Yeah. Every you know, year people go up against this man, but nobody, he's not like tiny, tiny, but no, like he's not, no, he's he not, looks like a guy that just doesn't work out that often, you know, like exactly. just kind of a normal body man, you know, I didn't see uh, all those hot dogs on his belly or anything. No, he really <laughs> like, he really, he, he pushes it. I mean, what do you it. think about that? What, what do you think about that? Just in general, it's a weird tradition that we well, have every 4th of July. You know, it's like, I wouldn't watch it, but John, he did, you know, John Murray, you know, that's yeah. my son-in-law. Yeah, Maggie's he husband. Loves it. Yeah, he wanted to see you come out here. You know, he's prim, proper <laughs> doctor, and all this stuff. He says, "I thought he's going to watch uh, this or that, or uh, love soccer too." I thought he's going to watch that or golf. He said, "Let's turn it on this uh, hot dog contest." And he knew all the players. <laughs> he knew everything. Yeah, you know, the numbers. So anyway, yeah, I watched it with him and. I didn't yeah. see how the guy could do that without throwing up. That's what I could. I don't understand. know. Ten minutes, seventy some odd hot dogs. That's crazy. So I wonder. All right. Well, later, later it must be. Later, you must have a lot of time on the on the toilet. I guess. Don't you think? Yeah, that's. I don't know how that all comes out, but it's probably yeah. not. Uh, <laughs> it can't be fun. I mean, because it's no got to come intended. out somehow, and it all went yeah. down at the same time. So it's all got to. <laughs> Coming out at the same time. That's something to think about as we wrap up this show. All right, Dad. Next week, I really want to hear about why you got locked up because I'm really curious about this. All right. So maybe uh, maybe right. I can remember. Uh, maybe. I'm sure if you can't. I can find somebody that can. I'll call Ooh. I'll call Ken Carter. We'll get him on here. He'll, he'll be a surprise guest. I don't think I was hanging guest. around with him then. I don't think I was. but he, We'll find somebody that knows I'm, the truth. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he heard about it. All right. I'm sure. All right. Love you. Love you. Well, that's it. That's it for this week. It's crazy, right? Uh, it's a, well, a short week's kind of kind of mess you up. I've been so tired this week. You been sleeping all right? You been doing okay? Yeah, I tried to go to bed so early last night, just kind of catch up on sleep, and it just I just sat there for a couple hours, lay in bed like dee 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 dee. Um, and you get that feeling too. I, I had one of those when I woke up from my nap today. Is why I'm so groggy. Is I fell back asleep for about forty five more minutes. Woke up right at five, right before we were supposed to record, and I um I have one of those days where I. I'm like, where, like, you know, you wake up and you're like, where am I? Like, what universe is this? What year is it? Where am I? I'm like having one of those still. I'm like, this is still a podcast, still a thing? I guess it is. We're doing a podcast today. All right. Well, there it is. So thanks for putting up with us this week. We appreciate it so much. Uh, and thank you so much to everybody, too, that calls in here at the end of the show. You know, we always, doesn't matter what you want to call about and talk about, 888-Kramer8. 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 888 Kramer 8. Hello. Hi, Kramer. It's Stephanie in Las Vegas, by the way. A lesson I learned the hard way is living outside my means. 
I put a lot on my credit cards in my mid-20s after college, and it took a lot of discipline and patience to get out of it, but I will never, never go back to that again. Hi, Kramer and Nancy. This is Lauren from Atlanta. Um, I kind of in that same situation. Um, my husband has not been vaccinated, but I have been vaccinated. I would never call him out, though, in front of other people. Now, at our house, you know, I told him that I'm worried about him, that I want him to be safe, and I really think he should get vaccinated. But in the end, it's his decision, and he's not comfortable doing it yet. He's not anti-vaccine. He gets a flu shot. He just wants to give it a little bit more time, which... I have to respect that decision. I would not want him to make me do something that I felt I wasn't ready to do. So I think that man's girlfriend or whoever she is needs to not do that. All right, have a good day. Bye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.